Hello and welcome to episode 175 of the Confident Live Marketing Podcast. I find that having those to be able to reference and rewatch, because again, I won't remember it if I don't you know, have it undocumented. So I think for me, a second brain is basically a tool that you use to just remember things. <laughs> Honestly, to remember things. Hello, Ian Anson Gray here. This is episode 175 of the Confident Live Marketing Show. In today's episode, we're talking about how you can get organized with the tool Notion. Shall we get on with it? I think we should. Welcome to the Confident Live Marketing Podcast with Ian Anderson Gray. Helping you level up your impact, authority, and profits through the power of Confident Live Video. Optimize your mindset and communication and increase your confidence in front of the camera. Get confident with the tech and gear. And get confident with the content, content and, and marketing. marketing. Together, we can go live! Well, hello, hello, hello. It's so good to be back. I've had a probably about a week off. <clears throat> Decided to have a little bit of time to work on a new project. I've got the uh, of course that's coming out actually tomorrow, if you're watching live, the Confident Live Marketing Toolkit. I'll go over a little bit more about that uh, next episode, but that's what I've been doing. I've been busy, busy, busy. If you're watching live, welcome. Don't be shy. Let us know where in the world you're watching from. And I'd love to know from you, have you heard of the tool Notion? <clears throat> because that's what we're going to be talking about in today's episode. If you haven't discovered my podcast, this show is also a podcast. If you go to iag.me forward slash podcast, you can follow on your in your favorite podcasting app. And of course, you can watch this live. You can watch this on YouTube, LinkedIn, and all the other places that we broadcast to here. You're listening to the Confident Live Marketing Podcast. Looks like it's time for something completely nutty. Get organized. Get organized. Get organized with notion. Generate fields. Generate fields. Generate fields. Gonna show us how today. Well, it's time to bring in my special guest today, who is the fabulous Jenna Redfield, who is a content marketing expert who focuses on creating and teaching organizational systems for small businesses who want to organize their clients, content creation, business, and life. She specializes in using and teaching the Notion and marketing one-to-one -to, -one to clients, as well as on her YouTube channel, Welcome to the show, Jenna. Thank you for having me, Ian. It's a pleasure. And as, as I was saying just before we started recording for the podcast, um, it's, just, it's so exciting to, to actually see you. I know we're not meeting in person, but, you know, it's the next best thing, isn't it? Um, because I've been following your YouTube channel, kind of uh, getting obsessed with it, uh, because you have a bit of an obsession as well, it seems, with organization and, and notion. Uh, and that's what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, but first of all, what is your what is your YouTube channel? We'll, we'll talk about this at the end, but just uh, because I do want to recommend that people check out your YouTube channel. Uh, and it's, am I right in saying it's uh, youtube.com forward slash Jenna Redfield? 
Yeah, it's like forward slash C forward slash Jenna Redfield. I don't know how YouTube does their URLs. But yeah, if you just type in my name, you'll find it. It's I'm the only Jenna Redfield in the world. So I have that on lock. <laughs> wow, that's impressive. Actually, I've just I've just done a little check. And if you put youtube.com forward slash Jenna Redfield, you still get there. So oh, really? Exciting. Okay, good. Because I, I feel like I, I need to update them, my links. But yeah, it's it's I, I, I found with my name, it's uh, I, I change because of my ADHD, I change direction over time. So having just my name over like a specific title, I think is easy to kind of just keep consistent with that. Absolutely. It's the whole personal branding thing anyway. So I I think for most of us, it's a great idea to do that. Well, we, we could talk about so many different things in this episode. We can talk about ADHD, we can talk about marketing, we can talk about organization, we can talk about mindset, we can talk about notion. We're probably going to cover all of those things. Um, but I do want to get into I want to get into organization and, and, and using notion. But first of all, how did you get into the world of marketing? Uh, an organization, a new YouTube channel. Just just give us a kind of quick potted history because I'd love to know. Oh, oh gosh, that's a long story. Well, I discovered YouTube in high school and I became obsessed as a viewer. And then I learned how to edit videos at about 16, realized this is what I want to do with my life. So I went to college and studied film production and then went out to LA and did film production out there and realized, no, I just want to do YouTube. I don't need to be in the film industry. So I came home started my first business uh, filming weddings, actually. And that's kind of what got me into entrepreneurship. Um, slowly over time, I've had full-time jobs. I've had my own businesses. And I've just realized I love marketing. I love content marketing specifically. So creating videos that help market a product. Um, I also run a couple of different organizations, including Twin Cities Collective. You see the little neon sign if you're watching this. Uh, I, I run that as well. And so over the years, I became a, a content marketing coach and consultant. And then with my YouTube channel, I actually started posting back in 2006 and then started this channel in 2014. It kind of was just whatever I wanted it to be for many years. And then in, during the pandemic, I really focused on making it niche down a little bit more. Um, and I discovered Notion actually at the beginning of 2021. So I've only been using Notion for a little over a year. And, uh, and then with ADHD, same thing. I only realized that I had ADHD in 2020. So all, both of these are new to me. Um, marketing is the thing I probably know the most about just because I've been doing it for a lot longer. But I found that there wasn't a lot of overlap in other people's content. There's a lot of Notion YouTubers. There's actually not a lot of ADHD YouTubers, which is surprising to me uh, since there's a lot of uh, like TikTokers and Instagram ADHD content creators, but not a lot of YouTubers. So I think just the fact that I'm making any type of video on ADHD has really grown my channel and then combining that with notion which either people have heard of or they haven't has been really great to kind of mirror um uh merge those together and kind of marry them and uh, like like ian found me because he was searching for both terms and i'm one of the only people that are making content on both things so i feel like i've kind of made my own niche for myself which has been kind of fun over the last year definitely yeah well i, th I think it just shows you that niching down is is often the, the best thing they focus what you're excited about and what you have interest for in and that's what that's what you've done i can see odie miller from san diego is here great to see you, odie hope you're doing well it's been ages since i've seen you um so i'm glad this i saw this notification pop up i so need help in this area me too me too that we all need help we all need help 
and it's it's interesting. So you're you're younger than me, Jen, Jenna, but you are older than me ADHD wise because I <laughs> only got diagnosed last year. And uh, but it just shows you like you've only been using Notion for a year. Yeah, but um, well, we're talking about Notion in a minute because I do want to know from you like how it's changed your life. Um, but just um, this this episode, we're not going to be focusing too much on ADHD. Uh, suffice to say, whether you have ADHD or or not. We're all wanting to be more organized. And I think Notion is going to help us there. Um, And I'm sure it's helped with your YouTube channel as well, because this is a problem that I've got. uh, And I was talking to you just before we went live. Uh, Oh, by the way, hello, Mel Bridger. Great to see you, Mel. Hope you're doing well. And uh, let us know what you think about this subject. So, yeah, I was talking about the fact that I, with YouTube, I absolutely, it is one of my top priorities, but can I actually be, can I actually be consistent as I am consistent with this, with this, uh, this channel, with this live? And uh, one of the reasons why I do live is because I know I'll, I will do it. I'm, I'm scheduled for this time. I'm scheduled with you. It's going to go live. It's some content that was going to then turn into uh, into my podcast, but with pre-recorded video, it seems more difficult. So I'd love to know from you before we get on to Notion. What's your secret when it comes to recording your videos? Because you said to me some ridiculous statistic of how long it takes you to create <laughs> your YouTube video, and not just create it, yeah. edit it, and publish it. Tell us more. Mm-hmm. So because I've been editing videos for 15 years, I am very fast at it. I I use Final Cut Pro. If anyone <laughs> knows anything about video editing, um, it's about a $300 one-time fee. I don't use Premiere, which most people use. I just prefer to not have to pay monthly for <laughs> a subscription. So I bought Final Cut on my Mac, but I record with my DSLR camera. I just set it up. It's constantly sitting right in front of me right now. I have my Zoom HR, um, which is like a microphone. So I literally just hit record, hit record. I record it in one take. I then import it into my computer. I edit, I add the intro, I add the outro, I cut any mistakes. Sometimes I add uh, little like uh, what are they called? Graphics if I need them. But my videos are usually between 10 and 15 minutes because that's kind of like the standard YouTube time. And it, yeah, it takes me under two hours. So like usually what I do is I record Sunday mornings uh, is usually my YouTube recording time. And then I edit and it's usually live by noon or, or one on Sundays is kind of my, that's usually my posting time. Um, for, for the last year, I've been really consistent. I've been posting about once a week. And that to me is a great amount of time um, because that's just, again, like a good consistent thing. Uh, and and just this past weekend, I did a social media detox, which means I, 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 I deleted all of my social media apps for the weekend to kind of get my head on straight because I've been, I get so distracted from TikTok and Instagram, but I actually planned out the rest of 2022 for all of my videos. So what I found was helpful is I actually made them based off of different months, having different themes. So I just decided to do that. I've done that a little bit in the past, but I was like, you know what, this is going to help me stay focused and then also come up with more content ideas. So um, I have a a notion template that I actually sell and I use it myself. So that's, uh, I, I made, 
made it very, very, I think it's ADHD friendly. Um, to me, it makes a lot of sense. It took me a long time to kind of figure out what worked for my brain um, when it comes to planning content. But um, I think honestly, like the fact that I use it and actually like have a system is really important. Yeah, that's the template. So it's, it's a, and I actually just did a video on it last week. So if you want to see me walk it through it, I, I personally think it has changed not only my business, but also my full-time job, which is being a marketing director. I literally use it for that as well. So it's been very, very helpful for writing down ideas for content and then also scheduling and planning them out. That's fascinating. Well, it's definitely an inspiration to me. And I think it, organization has really helped me with this show because I've been consistent with my podcast since May 2019. And it's all down to like planning. What is this show about having that goal and a reason for doing it? So, you know, don't just do it for the sake of it. So I think that's that's great. Uh, now, Mel, uh, who commented before she says i suspect that i have adhd but i'm i'm have yet to be diagnosed i've always liked the idea of using notion but i struggle to use tools for organization so mm -hmm. i want i want to kind of go on to that but just tell us maybe mm -hmm. a little bit about your adhd journey because you're still kind of fairly new to mm -hmm. this 2020 um how have you it would did you think that you had adhd for a while or did it come as a kind of a bit of a shock um, to you well I always knew that I was different. Like I always knew there was something weird about me that was different than most people. But, um, you know, especially in women, ADHD is very underdiagnosed. It's very much over the last couple of years that a lot more women are realizing that not only ADHD, but also autism. So anything on the neuro, uh, they call it neurodivergent sort of spectrum, um, you know, for a long time, I knew the thing that I struggled with more than ADHD was actually anxiety. So I had anxiety my entire life, like since I was very, very young. And I've only recently been diagnosed with a generalized anxiety disorder, which I, that was actually less surprising to me. <laughs> um, but uh, so for me, and that those are actually, they're called comorbidities, which basically means that a lot of the times, if you have ADHD, you're more likely to have uh, like anxiety or sometimes it's bipolar depression, um, uh, even things like dyslexia. Um, re uh, rejection sensitivity dysphoria, which I also have, it's called RSD. Like there's all these different things that kind of go alongside with ADHD. But um, so I figured it out in 2020, watching TikToks of all things. And then, you know, obviously went and, and got professional help. And um, I was, I was actually very excited. I know this sounds crazy, but when I figured out ADHD was the thing that I have been struggling with for my whole life, I was like, finally, there's an answer to how my brain thinks and all the struggles that I've had. I think it's been more of a struggle in adulthood, honestly, than in my childhood. So for me, like finding all of these tools and resources and people to follow, books to read. Um, I'm a big reader, um, you know, figuring, I like to like fix myself. So like, I'm very much like I, I need help. So, so for me, I've just spent the last two years just really trying to understand ADHD and all the different things that that means because it's a it's a bunch of different things. But um, I think really figuring out how my brain works differently than others has been actually like so it's been so good. Obviously, the thing about ADHD that a lot of people still maybe don't know is like it technically is a disability. So like there are things that there are days that I just can't function sometimes normally and having so many things on my plate, I can start dropping the ball a lot of times. So it's like figuring out 
systems that are automated that you don't have to remember to do them. Cause to me, memory is a big issue of mine. Um, Notion has been really great as a tool to kind of like be a second brain. I don't know if you know that concept. Uh, I just read the book building a second brain by Tego Forte. He's a notion user as well. Um, he has a YouTube channel. Um, I've really like figured out like, Oh, I need like Amazon Alexa. I need notion. I need these things to remember for me because I'm not going to remember all the little things that come into my world. So anyways, that's kind of like a long story short. Like I just think, you know, a lot of women specifically, um, if you suspect that you have it, you probably do because, um, uh, we just know ourselves and like, uh, it's just something that again is like underdiagnosed. I think it's like 10% of the world has it. So it's not like it's that uncommon. Um, and so I think really just, just, uh, going and, and, and figuring that out and, and, whether or not I, I'm not currently medicated. I know a lot of people do take medications, but uh, just figuring out what works for you. For me, it's a lot of behavioral um, mindset things that I really work on every single day to just get better. I was telling Ian, I lost 25 pounds over the last year, mostly through uh, just changing my habits and really learning that, oh, a lot of this is just day-to-day <laughs> things that I need to change in my lifestyle that I think ADHD might've been holding me back before um, realizing this. So it's kind of changed my entire being by knowing this information. Oh, that's wonderful. It's great to hear you've had a, a really positive experience with it because not everyone does. I do know some yeah. people who were diagnosed and in a sense, maybe kind of people who are getting later in life diagnosed, it's, mm-hmm. it's probably more difficult because they feel, well, if only I'd known before, but the fact of the matter is if you do, you know, obviously we're not, you know, we're not giving any medical advice in today's show. This mm-hmm. is just our experience. But uh, there is there is hope. There is some positivity. And that's what we're going to be talking about in today's episode is, is some, te- you know, technical stuff. You, and you're so right, Jenna, about, um, for, for my research into this, you know, apparently women do tend to mask the symptoms. I mean, not wanting to overgeneralize, women just kind of get on with their lives. And it's us men who kind of are completely, you know, say, oh, I can't cope. I think, <laughs> I think it's partly I think it, honestly, Well, I think what I've, I've read, and I've, I've seen a lot of videos about this, is it's not as externally uh, shown in women. With little boys, they're running all over the place. They're hyperactive. That's usually the signs. But with women, the hyperactivity is in the brain. And it's not as like outwardly shown. So a lot of times women are internally struggling and don't know how to voice it. We also, you know, sometimes, you know, I don't want to get into like all the medical things, but like sometimes doctors don't always believe you. And I think for a long time, ADHD just wasn't seen as a woman's, I guess, disorder. Um, and I think the pandemic honestly has really, uh, made people more vocal and going on social media and uh, just talking about it. So I think just awareness is really important. Um, And yeah, so yeah, you're right. I think with women, like, that's why I like to be a voice for women um, and men. Like I would say my audience on YouTube is about 70% women. So it's like a lot of the women watching me, um, maybe they don't know. And so if I'm the one that tells them and can let them know, like, these are the, some of the things that ADHDers struggle with, and then also giving them some solutions because I have had to, and that's the other thing, every brain works differently. Even ADHDers, we are not all the same. So I think finding what works for you and me just providing some examples is what I feel like I'm giving back with. Definitely. And that's what we're going to do today. So Mel, I hear you. 
you're saying 12 years of anxiety depression i'm definitely going to go and get diagnosed mm-hmm. and i you know i've i've been the same with depression anxiety as well they they can link a lot so it's our pleasure that's what we're here for mel so let's talk about notion what so why notion and what is notion maybe we should start with what is notion and then we can yeah. go on to, to why so I get asked this a lot because I mentioned Notion, people are like, what is that? So to me, Notion is basically like a Wikipedia for yourself. It's a, it's a, it's a database system of organizing your thoughts, ideas, uh, content, and it's a way to just really just organize your life. Um, I use it for things that are physical. I use it for ideas. I use it for a lot of things. It is um, a software that you can download to your computer or your phone. There are, a, I call it also a project management tool. So you can also use it on a team for work. You can use it for really anything. And what I love about Notion is it's so customizable. And I think that's why it works really well for ADHDers. It's a lot of the other project management tools like Trello, Asana, Airtable, ClickUp. They're very structured and they don't have a lot of flexibility. So if your brain doesn't work the same way as those, too bad. With Notions, it's super, super customizable. So however you look at things, maybe you're more visual, you want to see everything. Maybe you like things to be hidden, so you don't want to see them. I love Notion. It's kind of a blank slate and it has a bunch of different options. So I had used a lot of those other project management tools uh, for years and I just couldn't get used to them. Only when I really dug into Notion and really got good at it and really spent time. One of the people I look up to a lot on Notion is August Bradley. I don't know if you've watched his videos, but he is my absolute favorite person when it comes to systems. And he really just, I spent an entire weekend just binging his videos and it gave me so much knowledge about how Notion works. And then also the system in which he does a lot of his stuff um, has been really, really uh, Uh, beneficial to me. So I think for me, Notion, again, it's a software that helps you organize your thoughts and your life. That's a really good uh, way of talking about it. And yes, I have uh, come across August Bradley, thanks to you. And I think (laughs) I've lost about four hours of my life so far in a positive way, because like, he's so like, so geeky. I think my concern was, and I think I I mentioned this to you, um, that my only concern is that what how deep is this rabbit hole i'm potentially getting Mm. myself down but the great thing is so jenna has got um notion templates and she's i think i'm right in saying this jenna you've taken some of the ideas of what august bradley has done which uh, and you've you've tweaked them for you particularly if you are more adhd Mm -hmm. um so i i really like that you don't have to you know have to the thing about notion is you don't have to necessarily start from scratch you can nab people's um uh what do you call them templates i suppose and there are some free ones you can you can get started with or there are some ones such as yours where um you can pay for them but i there's something about that that uh it seems this really lovely ecosystem of productivity nerds i mean there's no other way to, to call it <laughs> yeah. productivity nerds uh, and we're all out to try and um to improve but my concern is and i have heard people say this that notion isn't necessarily for the faint-hearted it's it can be a little bit mm-hmm. overwhelming to begin yeah. with so how would you get started if you were because i know you you have clients um mm-hmm. you teach people how to use notion what what do you normally start with how how do you recommend people start with notion 
I think the biggest, oh gosh, this is like so many ways I could go with this question because I think to me, watching YouTube videos is the best way to get started because I was very overwhelmed with Notion at first too. I had been using Airtable, which is similar to Notion, but also very, very, very different. Um, it's kind of like Notion light, I'd call it. Like it's it's got the databases and it's got some different views, but like Notion is taking it like to the next level and it is very easy to get overwhelmed. My recommendation is, is like, it's not going to be learned overnight. Like it's, it's going to take, it took me months to learn notion, but and it did become my life because I was like, but, th but that's how I organize everything too. So it's kind of like, to me, it was worth the investment of time because it has become basically like everything. I plan my meals in there. I, you know, there, it, I use it for everything. I organize my house. Like I, it's become again, like a second brain for me to have all the information that I need. So for me, I just spent a lot of time watching YouTube videos and then just trying things, just going in and testing. I think downloading templates is great, especially the free ones to kind of see how other people think and how they set things up. Because Sometimes you'll download a template and be like, I had no idea you could even do something like this. I'm still a year and a half finding that out. Like there's still things where I'm like, oh, that's a great idea. So I think for me, like, but here's, here's where it gets tricky. And I know you mentioned the rabbit hole. Don't just download a ton of templates and like never use them, right? Like that is the opposite of what we're trying to do. We're trying to come up with systems. And that is why August Bradley to me is a great uh, teacher because he's all about interconnectivity of the systems, of the different templates. If you have like a template for each thing in your life and they're not connected, it's almost like they're in their own islands and they're not talking to each other. So that's one reason why I launched my ADHD template is I wanted them to all be interconnected so that you are basically tracking all the things in your life, your, your weight, your, you know, how many steps you're taking, what you're eating for breakfast, what you're wearing for your outfit. Like it literally can track all those things. Um, and again, you don't have to do that. I just think if people want to, they can, and it's a way to kind of just see some patterns forming in your life. Oh, I probably, you know, maybe need to eat less carbs because I've, eating pizza every day this week, you know, so it's like, you can kind of start to see, and, and again, like document and journal and, and look back at your life and have it all written down for you. Um, for me, my biggest thing I use notion for is planning content and then like organizing my meals. Uh, I use it for business projects in my to-do list. So it is my, like literally like my task list. And actually just this week, they launched a new, uh, property called status, so basically it's like, is it in progress? Is it completed or does it still have to be to do? Um, so Notion is constantly being updated. It's actually a $10 billion company. A lot of people don't know this. It has, I think, 30 million users at least. So it's a big company and um, it's especially used by a lot of like Gen Z. A lot of college students use it to study, to uh, take notes. Uh, that's a huge one. So again, it can be used in so many ways. Uh, I, I don't even remember what the question was that you'd asked me, but like... <laughs> that's <laughs> like, that's why we like, need Notion. Everything. That's why we need know, Notion to track, know, to track everything down. Well, that's For funny. Sure. I, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling very young now because I'm a Generation X person. Using okay, I'm a millennial, so I'm like, so I'm even feeling... <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's cool. Um. Yeah, I, I was I was going to ask you a question and I've forgotten what it was. So this is why we need Notion. But I, and yeah. I think I think what yeah. So what I was going to say about Notion. So I'm only just starting my journey with Notion. So like I'm probably 
yeah, I, I, in a sense, I, I don't know that much about it, apart from the fact that it's it has databases in there. You can mm-hmm. connect it with, with other databases. It's relational. Yep. And that really appeals to me because I have had an Evernote account for, I don't know, how long has Evernote been around? It's probably since the beginning. Yeah, And I've never time. really used it. And I'm using Asana. I'm kind of using Trello mm-hmm. a bit. I'm using all these tools. Now, what I think is important to say is if you are using all these different tools out there, Notion can potentially replace all of those, but you don't have to replace all of them straight away. I think that's kind of what you're saying, Jenna, isn't it? That, you know, this will take time. And I think, for example, I'm probably never going to completely get rid of Asana because my assistant uses Asana. <clears throat> she uses it really well. That's fine. Um, but I think for, in terms of my my, the stuff that I want to do, I think I'm probably going to want to use Notion. So that's, I think that's just important to say. I think the whole idea of the second brain is really interesting because uh, if you have ADHD, your prefrontal cortex doesn't work quite as well. So in terms of like, or, or your, what's the word, the, your, your memory isn't quite as good mm-hmm. um, at hold, holding that information. And so putting stuff down is going to be really helpful. But can you expand on that, on the whole concept of the second brain and why Notion is so important, whether you have ADHD or not, why is it so important for us? Yeah. So I just read the book. So I'm like trying to remember all, all what he talked about. So, so Tiago Forte, like he kind of like coined the phrase and, and really just, he has a ton of content on it, but basically it's like having all of the content in your head outside of your body. Right. So it's, it's all the notes that you've taken, uh, you know, just anything that you've documented or captured that you want to at some point in the future reference. Um, it's all the thing. like, for example, it sounds crazy. And like, again, I've spent a lot of time in notion. I've written down every movie I've ever seen, every TV show I've ever watched. Like, so that if I ever am like in a conversation with someone and we're talking about something, I could just pull it up on my phone and be like, Oh yeah. Remember this one? You know? So it's like, I like to have lists. I'm very much always been a list person. Um, my lists have been not very organized, but I like to just have things written down so I can quickly find them. Um, to me, search is a really big thing too with Notion is you can just search a term and it will search your entire Notion uh, you know, database or whatever, your entire uh, account and find, again, the matching term. So if you are trying to find something, it's easy to discover it. So I think for me, um, Notion and having it as a second brain, especially for ADHDers is... It's a way to just have and track everything that your brain is never going to remember. Again, like it's like a Wikipedia. It's it's like it's like creating something, but it's for you. It's for your life and your brain and how you need to find things. Um, but it's also not just a storage unit. It's not just a, a, a database for you to have a reference guide. It's also an action item list. It's also things that you need to be doing. Um, so you're tracking, you know, things that are current. One of the things he talks about in the book is like archiving. So it's like, if there's something that if there's a project that you're not needing right now, archive it, but you still have it on record for the future. One of the things I do personally, I'm a big Google photos user. I know that sounds crazy. Like I don't, I should do some more videos on my YouTube channel about it. Cause you, to me, Google photos is like my absolute favorite app besides notion. I store all of my videos, all of my photos in there. Um, and what I do a lot is I screenshot things. So on my phone, um, I, if I find something interesting, I will screenshot it or I will download a photo. And then 
I have it just in my in my Google Photos. And to me, Google Photos is my other second brain where any any interesting fact that I see or TikTok video that I download, I find that having those to be able to reference and rewatch, because again, I won't remember it if I don't you know, have it on documented. So I think for me, a second brain is basically a tool that you use to uh, just remember things, <laughs> honestly, to remember things. That's, that's, that's yeah. my answer. Yeah. No, that, for that, that, and that, that's great. And I'm a massive fan of Google photos as well. Like it's <laughs> it, what a lot of people don't realize is you, the search is amazing. You can yes. search for yes. like dogs in snow yes. and it will find like, <laughs> like how on earth does people, it work this out? Uh, this happens to me with, when I'm with my friends all the time, like you can have people. So if I wanted to find a photo with a specific person, you can like add them as like a, a name. And so I could just search that name and it will find every photo and the date. Like, so if somebody's like, when did we go to that thing? I could be like, search the location. And I'm like, oh, in 2016, we went there in January. So it's like, I literally within seconds can find different things that have happened to me in the past. And I have uploaded home videos to uh, Google photos of me as a child, my parents' wedding video. I have it. Like I literally have, especially as a content creator, sorry, this gets like an another rabbit hole, but as a content creator, having footage and, and content that you can edit on your phone is so important. And so for me, I use Google photos. I did, I just did a whole training on Google photos with a, a group I run and like people were blown away by all the things that it can do. And notion is the same way. It has so many capabilities. A lot of people don't know. You can embed YouTube videos. You can embed Spotify playlists. You can, um, like you can share it as a website. You can make notion your website. Like there's so many features that a lot of people don't know. And you just kind of have to go down that rabbit hole and, and, and find out. Well, I hope we, hopefully we're blowing your mind if you're watching or listening to this. Uh, it's certainly so exciting to think about all these things. Is, the, is, there, is there some kind of integration between Google Photos and Notion? I did try and embed, I think I, think I did send yeah. a Google Photo to Notion. And it did, I think it did work, but yeah, I don't know if there's a way. Yeah. Of kind of you can embed like an individual file, but it's just like a link. It's like a shortcut kind of a thing. Um, so I guess technically you can, but not really. I honestly, a lot of people don't know this, but there's actually some good integrations between Google Photos and Canva. So you can actually connect Google Photos to Canva. And that's how I actually use, um, if I'm making content, I can literally just sync it. And so I don't ever have to import videos or photos into Canva anymore. Um, oh, because they're coming. Yeah. So yeah, a lot of people don't know that. So like, again, I make a lot of content. So for me, like that is my like domain is like just keeping track of all the photos and videos that I have from the past. And then obviously creating new stuff. It's just, you know, it gets overwhelming and it, there's a lot of different moving pieces. So it's like, you need something it doesn't matter what it is, but you need something to be able to track it down. And and the, one of the things that I teach a lot, which I, I should do another video updated again, is August Bradley's pillar system. So that is how I actually organize not just Notion, but my Google bookmarks, uh, my email. Um, I basically have the 13 different pillars and then have categories within those. That has been probably just as much game changing for me as Notion has been. So like just figuring out again, organizational systems that fit with your brain ha has been super valuable. And I think for me, it's just watching different YouTubers, seeing how they work. Maybe they've come up with a system. Some of them work for me. Some of them don't. I just think it's like finding what just being uh, exposed to them and figuring out what works for you is really important. 
Definitely. So I suppose we should like briefly talk about the, the, the pillar system just because mm-hmm. pe- people aren't necessarily going to know what this is. Uh, and correct me if I'm wrong here, the they seem to be like divided into like three sections. We've got, is it growth, yeah. business and home uh, life or it's, whatever? It's or? home for me. Like, and I've kind of edited change, his book, yeah. but yeah. So it's home, business and health is kind of the three like bigger main pillars. Um, I could probably go and grab, let me, let me see if I can find, I have like it, I can, I literally have it in Google photos. Um, it's so what I've done is one of the things that's really cool about the pillars too, is I've actually assigned colors to each pillar. Um, so I've actually, let's see if I can find it. Okay. So under home, what I've added one that he didn't have, which is entertainment because I love to watch movies. I love to watch TV and there wasn't really a that wasn't really like a category. So under home, I have entertainment, family, friends and social, home and household, personal finance, and then travel. So that's under home. Under business, it's business projects, clients, content creation, sales and marketing. And then under health, it's health and fitness, which includes like food, working out, mental clarity, which is like ADHD, uh, mental health, and then mind expansion, which is learning, education, courses, books, etc. So I now have organized, I have like a whole presentation on this. I have organized all of my uh, folders in any type of software that I'm using into those 13 pillars. Um, And that way, like, for example, I'm not going to have food stuff in the same folder as like business stuff. So it's like, you kind of have to separate your life into different categories as a way for you to quickly find what you're looking for. Mm, I think that's really helpful, really helpful way of doing things. And I've started (laughs) to think about doing that with my email and things like that. I found that really helpful. Mm -hmm. So, and some of these things may seem a little bit over the top. I have to admit when Jenna, when I watched your video on like the entertainment side of things and like listing yeah. all your like I thought that's I a bit extreme and then I started to think actually you know what that's actually really cool because I've probably been in those situations where like people said have you got any movies that you'd recommend mm-hmm. and I can't remember any of them so if I had them written down and it's the same with like travel I was thinking when did we go we we went to Spain but I can't remember when and I've got google photos but if I had like yeah. a notion table for those things that'd be really helpful I want to before we talk about marketing because I do want to talk about content and marketing when it comes to notion how do we get those ideas into notion so we've got um we've maybe we're going on a walk and we suddenly come up with an idea um that we 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 want to, it might be off for our to-do list or it might be like a it might be a photo of something mm-hmm. we want to take a photo of something that we've seen that's going to inspire us or maybe we want to make a note like a voice mm-hmm. note or something like that yeah. how how do we get those external things or the other thing is like what if we want to write draw something um mm-hmm. uh, in a kind of a, a in a normal notebook like a not an e-notebook yeah how, how do we get it into notion okay there's a couple of different options uh if you're legit on a walk and you like don't have your phone or you if you just have like an i always recommend getting an apple watch if you don't have one i think they're great especially for adhders i have a whole video on it the drafts app actually allows you to kind of auto transcribe your thoughts because you're right we have these thoughts at random times um but one of the things that I just read this book this weekend called Redeeming Your Time. It's a great book. It's kind of like summarizing a ton of different uh, self-help 
productivity books. But one of the things that the author talks about is having, it's kind of like the getting things done method, which is David Allen wrote this book like 20 years ago. Um, but one of the things that I really stuck with me from that book is having like what's called an inbox list. So there's a concept called open loops. I don't know if you've heard of this, where in your brain, like if you haven't finished something, you have something called an open loop and it just stays with you. Like I got it. Like I have to remember to get this done. Writing it down helps alleviate that from your brain so that you can focus on other things. So one of the things I've recently done with my to-do list is I'll just write down like a super quick, like note, like it doesn't even have to make sense. Like it's just like, as long as I know what it is, just writing it down. And then later that day or later that week, actually adding it to like your to-do list. So you have an inbox list and then move it over into a project. So if it's part of a larger project, usually there's a couple steps to do for that. So my, I'm a big fan also of Otter, which is a uh, live transcription thing. I use that all the time, especially if I'm writing something or need to just voice my thoughts, it will just auto transcribe and capture everything. You can copy that then into Notion. There's a million different ways to again, capture the information, but so capturing it's like the first step and then organizing it. Um, and then, yeah, this is actually, uh, so capture, organize, distill and express is called code. And that's what's in the second brain book. Um, so that's like actually like a system. But for me, what I found is if, if it's in my brain, I need to get it out. So if it's writing it down, take a picture of it, put it into Google photos, Google photos, you can literally like take the picture and like copy the words and then copy and paste it into notion. I use Apple notes a lot just for like quick thought. So I could go into Apple Notes, copy that into Notion. Again, like it's just getting it out of your brain instantly is important. And then maybe later organizing it in the way that you need to. So for like content ideas, writing it down and then moving it into your content folder uh, under like ideas or, or potential ideas is what I call it. Um, there's just like, yeah, you're right. Like there is a lot of different ways you can do it, whether it's auto transcription, whether it's just writing it down on a notebook. I know one of the um, great apps that works with Notion is called Miro. It is a, um, how do I describe it? It's like a whiteboard app. So if you ever need to like brainstorm, brain dump, you can actually like have it embedded on Notion. So if you want to see like a brainstorm session, you can embed it inside of there. Also with Apple Notes, I have an iPad, so I could use my Apple Pencil and write some, some stuff. And I've actually done that using um, Apple Notes. You can actually draw in Apple Notes. A lot of people don't know that. So you could screenshot that, put it into Notion. There's literally a million ways to do it. It's just figuring out again what works best for your brain. Wow, that's amazing. I could see DJ Mega Aim Productions is here. Great to see you saying hello, hello. <laughs> Um, and we've also got uh, a question from uh, Royce and watching on LinkedIn. Welcome. Great to see you. I have been using Notion recently to run online workshops, creating individual workshops for participants. Mm -hmm. It worked well, but I think I have a lot to learn. I didn't realize the full potential. And yeah, I think we're probably never going to reach. We're never going to know everything about Notion. I think we just probably have to yeah. be okay with that. Would you say? Yeah. yeah. And I think what she's talking about is like, um, you can set up like, uh, like courses sort of, they had some apps that were able to run courses and things, but yeah, like I've used it as like a client portal. So basically you give someone, uh, either you can share them with them, the link, and then they make a duplicate. There's like a bunch of different things to use it for. Yeah. It's like, you just have to spend time watching videos, you know, doing research, 
testing it out for yourself, seeing what other people are using it for, and then you will see if it works for you. But I find it works for a lot of things and it's it's instantly updated. One of the things I use it for, a lot of people don't realize is when people sign up for my email list, I give them a Notion board full of resources. So instead of having like a website, it's literally a Notion board. They can duplicate it into their Notion. Um, and then all it is is a ton of different links and things that I have gathered. And then what's cool is it's not like a PDF that you have to constantly update. I literally can update it and it will automatically update for whoever new downloads all the information next. So, you know, creating templates, creating resource guides, there's just a million things you can use it for. That's, yeah, really amazing stuff. So that app you mentioned where you can like draw stuff, was that, you said Miro or something? Yeah, M-I-R-O. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a brainstorm uh, diagram app. I I think it's free. You can use a couple of different boards. It's great for like teams. If they're, if you're on a retreat and you're trying to like gather a ton of things. So like for me, I made like a funnel outline. So I like, it was kind of almost like a, like a diagram. So you can then embed that. Cause that's the nice thing about notion that a lot of these other platforms don't have is it has embedding options. Um, you can embed different apps into it, which a lot of them don't. So, whether it's a YouTube video, whatever, like you can embed other apps into Notion. So yeah, Miro is a great one. That's great. And yeah, I love the Apple Watch idea. I've I've been playing around with, with that. And if you are an avid reader, now I have to admit, I struggle to read yeah. proper, proper books. So I listen to audio books, mm-hmm. but I, okay. so this is not perfect, but if you can, if you have the Kindle version of it, you can mm-hmm. sync the two together. Yes. And then there's an app called Readwise, I think, uh, yeah. which allows mm-hmm. you to send your highlights over to Notion. I've been playing around with it, but so there are easy, easy work. Because I think at the end of the day, for me at least, I want to make this as easy as possible to get the stuff into the second brain, I think. That's that's really important. So yeah. we've, talk, we've talked about idea, idea capturing. I want to get into content creation. We talked about at the beginning how uh consistent you are jenna with with your youtube and of course you don't just do youtube you do tiktok and instagram reels and and all all this other stuff um how does notion help with your content marketing creating this content on a consistent way so um i guess let me open up my uh so i can see it but basically one of the things i learned while designing my current template, which is a content creation template is I used to do it where I would just have a list of all the the things I either want to make or I have made in the past. And what I realized is that it gets overwhelming to see all that content in just one big list. So what I've done is I actually organize it now by date. So because I'm creating multiple pieces of content, even for one day, so say it's June 30th, as we're recording this today, I might have two TikToks, a YouTube video, and a Pinterest post, and a Facebook post. So I'm not going to have each of those as like a separate thing. I'm actually going to go by the day and then have related databases for each type of content. So for example, if I'm sending out an email, I would link it to my email list uh, board and have it related. And it's literally in my template, so you can see it. But it shows me, and I can schedule that out. So for example, if I wanted to... uh, plan the rest of my YouTube videos, I can literally choose the dates for the rest of the year and then go over to the database that is my YouTube channel list and then just see them all. Uh, Not only upcoming videos, but also past videos. I track 
analytics. Um, you know, you can embed YouTube analytics. A lot of people don't know this, but so for me, I like to use it as a brainstorm so I can have like ideas. Then once I have them just in my potential idea list, I will assign them dates, maybe organize them by, you know, uh, themes. So for me, like I have planned up now the rest of 2022. So I know exactly every week what video I'm making. Um, and so then I can see on my calendar, um, list like, okay, so I have to send out an email on Tuesday and then it links over to the email. So I have that, you know, drafted. Um, it's just a great way to, again, see all of your content. They actually recently changed the databases, uh, just in the last couple of months where now you can have like different views within a database from other databases. So now I have a list of just all of my, I've got my YouTube, my Instagram, my TikTok reels and my email and I could just kind of copy or jump to the different ones to see um, what's coming up this week. Because again, you want to make sure that you know what's going on currently. Um, and so for me, again, it, with ADHD, like you, if you don't see it, you'll forget it. So having it viewed both from a date perspective, which is like, all right, so June 30th, what content do I have to put out? And then also seeing them like, this is what my YouTube videos are coming up. This is what my Pinterest posts are. This is what my email list is. It's kind of like the two different views that I think in like, just thinking about how most people think that makes sense to me. I'm like, yeah, I can see it by date at, in one list and then see actually the list of the ideas and, and concepts. That's really interesting. So I've, I use Google Sheets at the moment yep. and I've used that for ages. But the problem I've got with that is that because I'm doing lots of different types of content like YouTube and then uh, like social media mm -hmm. and live video podcast, it ends up being like this ridiculously massive yeah, like spreadsheet. Exactly. But presumably, presumably in uh, Notion, you can, like, it, I don't know what you call it, tags, or you can have different, how, how, does, how does that work if you have like a big, do you have like one big list of all the, all the content and it's so tagged in a different way? I used way? to used to and that's what i found works better is to separate them by uh they call them, i call them platforms so like i will have all of my emails i don't know if i could share my screen i could literally show you kind of what it looks like i don't yeah, know if you that can. you want me to do that um let me show yeah so i'll cut over to this so so you'll see here i have my dates over here and then I have um, just give me a second. I just need to I just need to bring it in and then, oh, okay. and then we can see it on the screen. Uh, one second while just talk amongst yourselves. Sorry. I think the hard thing about Notion is sometimes it's hard to like uh, explain it unless you see it. Um, and that's why I could never do a podcast on Notion because I'm like, it's 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 a little bit too visual. So if you're watching the live video, um, actually, let me close this. Um, so you will see that I have by date. So this is part of my template as well. So again, like I haven't filled all this out, but you'll see like, for example, June 26th, that was how to make and sell notion templates. So I published that and you'll see it's a relational database to all of my YouTube content lists. So you'll see, I have all of my upcoming here. And then these are just ideas that I haven't actually put a date to. So this is my, like, just, just my YouTube content list. But if I go back, you'll see, like, I can see I have Pinterest posts, Facebook posts. So if I wanted to, I just find the one and I can link it here. So each of these are their own databases. But if you want to see them all, um, I, and then you can add filters. So if I wanted to add a filter where the uh, status 
is, um, and you can change it to like, is not complete. I can literally see all of the ones that um, I still have to do. So like, you can literally view it however you want. <laughs> I could stop sharing. I just wanted to like, and then another thing is, is like, I, I created now uh, marketing projects. So like, I have like just email as a project and then that's a folder. And then I have an embedded, sorry, this gets into the weeds, but basically I, I found a system that works for me and my brain. And I, it's taken over a year of trial and error to figure out something that works for me. And that's why I'm really excited about my template is I'm like, this works for me. It might work for other people. Um, you can obviously customize it however you want, but I've just found that like, as someone who comes out with multiple pieces of content, sometimes in a day, sorting it by day to me made more sense than having just a huge list of every single piece that you need to get published. That makes sense. So like the different databases, but with Notion, you can bring them uh -huh. all into one. Uh -huh. view. That is mind blowing. And yeah, it, it, this is quite nerdy and geeky, but this is exciting stuff because yeah. it really, it saves you time. It, it's, it help, helps you from overloading your brain. And like, mm -hmm. especially if you have ADHD, but even if you don't, you know, we can get overloaded. We don't want that. So if you want to yeah. find out about Jenna's templates, if you go to, I think I've got this right. Yep, it's Jenna right. Redfield at, sorry, let's start again. Jenna Redfield dot gumroad.com. That's Jenna Redfield dot gumroad.com. Check them out. Mm -hmm. They're really good value as well. So and just have a look at all of them. You've got so many different ones there. You've got one one we've been talking about is con is the content. What's yeah. it called? The content calendar. It's content, content calendar template. Yeah. yeah. It's like a marketing content like I find that one is my favorite template I've ever made. And it's only $15. So I think it's a really good deal, especially if you're doing content. And I update it. So it's like whenever I make a discovery, I will go into the template and change it. And then you will get the updated one. So even if you've already bought in my template, you can download it again with the updates. So that is one thing is it, it won't update it for you unless you redownload it again. But you have basically unlimited access to any updates if you want to redownload it. But um, yeah, I've loved selling uh, templates. And that's something that I found has been kind of a, a unique thing about Notion that a lot of other of these softwares, they just, you can't sell templates really. Uh, yeah. Like Notion, you can. So it's really nice that it's a, another like passive income thing for me as well from a business perspective. And, um, you know, it's like, I have some free ones on there. I have like one about skincare, uh, one about uh, like organizing using like the KonMari method. So yeah, I've yeah, got like I a food. That. I think I might be, I think I might be getting that one as well. Yeah, and, uh, that one you... is just, yeah, it's pretty basic. It's free, but it's, it's like, it's just but, like, yeah. if you need like a checklist. So it's yeah. good. And you've got the whole life track. If you want to go deep, then that's yep. probably the mm -hmm. one to go yep. for. Uh, that's, that's awesome. Well, thank you, Jenna. We're, we're almost out of time. Um, mm -hmm. Odie's saying this podcast has been so helpful. <laughs> I'm so glad Odie. That's, yeah. that's what we aim for here. Just before we finish, like what are the, what are some of the things that are missing in Notion at the moment that you would love to see happen? Okay. Or oh, that, I got some. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or, or I know, I know like all, all the Notion users, they get really passionate about this, uh, mm -hmm. this bit. Like there are obviously, well, yeah, I, I'll let you, I'll put it over to you. The number one thing I always hear, and it's the one that I also agree with, is recurring tasks. Um, there are hacks, but nothing concrete. So last year, Notion announced that they bought Automate.io, which is an automation tool. And I think they are probably behind the scenes building out some really cool stuff, um, including recurring tasks. I have a feeling that is coming because it is probably the number one 
uh, request from people is if you have a task, you can't like, unless you duplicate it or use like Zapier or something, like you can't like bring it back in. Like ClickUp, which I used to use, it does have that feature. So I would say that one. Also um, with the calendar, I wish there was a week view. Right now it's only a month view. Um, and I think that I, I read that they just also bought a calendar software called Cron. Um, and they also are gonna be integrating with Google Calendar. So I'm not sure, again, so some of the updates are coming, but overall, like Notion to me, I love that they constantly are updating it. And I think that there is definitely room to grow. Um, just as a user, I'm like, there's definitely things that I wish were better, but, um, overall, like I'm pretty happy with most of it. And, uh, I just think sometimes as a power user myself, like there are things I, I, I can't even think of any at the moment, but, uh, overall I, I love a lot of the functionality. So. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's never going to be such a thing as a perfect tool. It's always yeah. going to be something out there that something that's frustrating. I hope the Google calendar thing is going to be more of a thing because I'm a massive yeah. fan of, I, I, do, I use a tool called Fantastical, which brings in yeah. Google calendar and stuff like that. So I hope, I hope that's going to work. Um, what well, we are out of time. Uh, Royton says that, thank you guys. Really informative. Thank you so much for, uh, for enjoying the show. Royton, it's been great to have you here and thank you, Jenna. How can we, yeah. Find out more about you. Where's the best place? Obviously, there's yeah. a YouTube channel. Uh, so that's uh, just search for Jenna Redfield on yeah. YouTube. But where's the where's the best place? Well, so if you like marketing, um, I do have a Facebook group called Marketing and Notion. I also have one for ADHD called ADHD and Notion. Um, and then I'm also on Instagram and TikTok. Those are probably the places I go to most. I'm on Twitter as well. I don't go on there as much. I'm on Facebook. I'm literally on every platform. So if you search my name, you'll find me. So <laughs> yeah, that sounds like me. I I'm not so much on TikTok. I did post on tiktok i need to oh tiktok's so fun i love tiktok you need to get on there it's amazing just post post clips from this show just edit them and and, and make yeah. it it'll work it's great i know i know i have done it i have it, you should have a look at my silly uh, uh theme songs so i will be creating oh, okay. a theme song for this yeah, video we'll be singing singing a song uh, about you uh, but uh, yeah that's that's a whole other thing Odie says uh, a lot of the tools discussed i use in part to try to stay on track. I'm highly intrigued with the idea of building a better second brain. I think we all are. Thanks, Odie. Well, thank you, Jenna. It's been great to have you yeah. on the show. Um, do check out uh, the Gumroad as well at uh, jennaredfield.gumroad.com. But we are out of time. Thanks, Jenna. Yeah. It's been well, great to have you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's been yeah. fun. <laughs> great. Well, that is the, that is it for this week. Uh, next week, we've got some really cool things happening. We're talking about imposter syndrome next Tuesday imposter syndrome i need i feel like i need to put on a dramatic voice with loads of reverb on that uh, for, for that but that is it for for this week i hope you have a fantastic weekend and until next time i encourage you to level up your impact authority and profits through the power of confident live video season bye thanks for listening to the confident live marketing podcast with ian anderson gray make sure you subscribe at iag.me forward slash podcast so you can continue to level up your impact authority and profits through the power of live video and until next time toodaloo Get organized, get organized, get organized with Notion. Generate, build, generate, build.
Then a red fizz gonna show us how today.